Louie and I were not responsible adults last night and stayed up until 5 a.m. playing Elden Wing. <laughs> a, and, then, and then to make it even worse, after I got off at around 5 a.m., I stayed up because I was uploading a YouTube video, which is up right now. But I, we both beat the, the bear boss, which is cool. Yeah, there's a giant bear boss that we beat. Too bold is looking at us like we're a bunch cave, of right? chumps. Yeah, Too bold is beating the game already. Love that boss. First time you meet him, you're like, oh my god, it's a bear. And then the next <laughs> time you meet him, you're like, oh my god, it's you again. <laughs> oh, you meet him again? Oh, yeah. Everything you spoilers, meet in the first man. area, I'm going to give a spoiler to you. It's just a normal enemy. That's just a normal guy. Really? I swear to God, it's just a normal dude. Like, the first time you meet a giant, you're like, holy shit, a giant. And it's just, you see them everywhere. Like, they're just walking dude, around I carrying, thought, like, yeah. carts. <laughs> I, first, I remember the first time I, I walked up to one of those giant, like, enemies. I was like, holy fuck, I could never beat this. I, I, like, why would I even try? I'm just going to walk across them. And then when I finally just gave it a try, I was like, these guys barely have any health. I don't fucking do this. <laughs> and I do it first try every time. Jubal, am I, go, am I doing the game easy mode because I use a shield? No. I'm worried about it because I was watching Louie play last night. This is the first time that I sat down for more than like two minutes and watched someone play Elden Ring. Not because watching gameplay is boring, but just because I didn't want to spoil the game at all for myself much. But yeah, I watched Louie play for a good amount and he was getting rolled. And I was just like, where's his shield? Where? How can he block the enemy's attacks without a shield? And he has like two health. Dude, the best part about having a shield is being able to parry. That's the only reason you should ever carry around a shield, so you can parry everything that comes at you. Okay, how about this? I will learn how to parry so that it is not cheap for me to... Because right now, the only thing that I use shield for is a baby-proof technology to stop the attacks for when I forget to dodge. I mean, you use the guard counter, right? Every time they bounce off your shield, you can use that attack that like comes out immediately after to hit people. This is unheard of. I have no idea what you're talking about. I forget you guys are just like out of the loop when it comes We're little to Dark baby. Stuff. I think I'm We're I think I'm 21 baby, uh, hours into the game, I think. I think I've put that uh, much time in. What big bosses have you beaten so far? We've beaten Margit. I just beat Godric yesterday. It's pretty cool. Okay, so you're like the first two bosses in, not bad. Do you think Good there's right do you think there. there's people of the podcast that don't understand what Elden Ring is at all? I at this point I doubt it, but I mean, if you guys know Dark Souls, it's open world Dark Souls from the same company that made Dark Souls, so it's okay, very, I have an very, interesting, very good. I have an interesting thing about it. Do you think this is like, uh, do you think Elden Ring is going to have nowhere to go next game? Like, do you think this is it? This is like, the, this is the best Elden or Dark Souls or just that sort of game? Because mm. I kind of think that this is kind of like the period. This is it. This is the best I mean, this one is that we're going to do. This is the best they've ever released, I think, like when it comes to just being accessible to everyone. Because Elden Ring has the unique thing of being only as hard as you want to make it. Like in every other Dark Souls game or whatever, like you have to go through the bosses in a certain order to a certain point. Otherwise, you can't progress. Yeah. And like if you get walled by an enemy, like you can't get past them at all. You have to beat them somehow. You figure out some cheesy nonsense and you kind of have to it forces you to explore more. But Elden Ring, it doesn't force you to explore. You can just do whatever you Bum want. Bum rush the bosses. And you don't even have to go through the bosses in order. You can literally bypass Godric and go to the next area. You just have to explore enough to find a way through there. And you can find enemies that are way stronger and mass a million souls and then come back and beat his ass. But to me, Elden Ring is... 
I played it exactly like I would any normal Dark Souls game, where I just kind of tried to find next boss, the next boss, next boss, and kind of go from there. But if you go like a magic build, and listen, <laughs> I don't respect mage players <laughs> at all, ever, because I've always been well, an ungabunga strength only character with big club makes me big man. Like, that's my thing. But if you want to go a mage build, it's never been better to do it. Because there's spells that are so damn strong at Elden Ring that you could just the big blue beam that I've seen it just one (coughs) I saw Mitch (coughs) literally one shot that last boss yeah (laughs) that just seems like a bit excessive if you ask me and it's it's a lot man like it it's it almost makes you wonder did you want to play a Dark Souls game or did you want to say that you played a Dark Souls game kind of deal is when I see people play mages like that because there's some mage attacks that are pretty cool that you can do I just think that people will look for like the biggest strongest attack and only go with that which is unfortunate because there's a million more things you can do now like you can summon a whole ass dragon head to come out of your body and like breathe fire across the whole map and it's really cool but there's also ones where you can like turn into a beast and get your like get a claw hand in the ground and just launch shrapnel at people, which I think is very funny. <laughs> and there's a lot of ways to play the game, man. You just have to make the game as hard as you want because it can make it's you just make what, it super easy. It's, but what I'm saying is like okay, like when when game it it just kind of seems like when game devs don't have like any more ideas to progress a sort of game. So like take Halo or. You know, like Tom Clancy games or fucking, um, I don't know, Zelda, Mario. Like, they're just like, okay, we'll slap open world on it. And then that'll be the fresh new thing. And then it kind of just like, there's no more from there. I'm worried for their summons in the future. I know that there are jellyfish and wolf summons that you can do. There's no other animals that I can imagine can ever be summoned as partners. <laughs> I'm not talking about within the game. <laughs> I'm talking about for the next game. <laughs> well, the thing with Elden Ring is I don't think there's going to be another new game coming out anytime there soon. There is. There's a the lot cool more thing. summons. <laughs> yeah, so Dude, there's a million. Uh, you're gonna trust me. You're gonna have plenty of summons where you're just like, "Oh, that's a pretty cool guy." But I have formed an emotional bond with my jellyfish. Last night, I just named him Jasper, and Louis has who is it? Uh, Edward, Edward, Elliot, and Susan. Yeah, yeah, are my wolves, and they're so cute. The thing, the thing with Elden Ring is that. When you make the game open world, what you could do from there, because FromSoft has always released DLC for all of their games. Like, just keep 100 the map. You can just make the map massive. And I think they're definitely going to do that. And there's My a, mil- there's a ton of potential. There's so much potential for something like that. Because it's open world, you can just make the world expand in whatever direction you want. Like, it's already so damn big. And then you have multiple layers. Like, you can go underground. Like, I fought a whole bunch of ants. I'm pretty sure I ended up in an ant colony, and it was the worst time ever because the ants were so damn strong, and there were so many of them. They were big? Oh, they were huge. They, oh, okay. The most terrifying enemy I fought so far was an ant whose head was like a shield, and it just headbutted the ground, and it was in a hallway that you couldn't roll past. It messed me up, man. So far, birds are my biggest threat. I remember oh, I was yeah, stuck on this on this one mini boss. It wasn't a boss at all. He was just a knight with a little escort behind him. But there were three birds that I had to pass on this bridge, and I didn't realize I could kind of skip those birds, and I was mauling. 
because these birds they carry around explosive barrels which just isn't realistic at all birds should not be able to lift up <laughs> barrels and huck them at you as weapons and yeah, they I was stuck take because account that someone stapled swords to their legs in case they're that part seemed a little too realistic because yeah, I yeah, definitely when realistic. you think of Dark Souls games, you think realism. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I mean, I'm a knight. I die in two graphic. hits. That's that doesn't happen in a lot of video games. In a lot of video games, you could get shot in the leg and then bandage your arm and you'll be fine. Elden yeah. Ring, that's not the case. You drink it's like potion. Gran Turismo and Elden Ring are like both the amount of realism is insane. When you drink a potion, clearly it goes throughout your whole body. It just falls, it spreads throughout your arms and your legs, and you are healed. It makes sense. You Elden Ring that Maya Hugo would staple like swords onto legs of birds that have lost <laughs> their legs. Do you think she would do that? What'd you say? She's an animal she's an animal. For science. Right? She yeah, should like absolutely do that. She she has birds, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she has she's, she's, Oh Maya the streamer? Yeah. She should get a fucking. She should get a bird, a hawk, and put two swords on the feet. Yeah, like you just you take a you take a pair of scissors and you like kind of break them and then you just kind of put them on the back of their leg to make a super hawk. What other cool attachments could you? You could add a little. I don't know. I think adding a visor onto a parrot would be funny. I would like, like a hat. To, I would no, like no, to no like a, a little a tiny a little eye visor to the stomach of a mouse. So that way, when it tries to run around, it's on wheels. So just squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Good. This guy from my neighborhood. He was very well known for just owning a parrot and walking around, and he was very friendly with a parrot. Um, and usually, like, yeah, I just remember because I was a kid, and he'd be like, "Don't worry, he doesn't bite." Just say something to him, and then he'd repeat what he said. And uh, he would bring that parrot everywhere. He said that he would go out to nightclubs with it. Oh, I have discovered nightclubs with a parrot. They yeah, miss? did it work like that? Something like that, or he would hang outside because he was cool with the bouncers or something like that. Did it work? Did it work? Like getting getting girls, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, a hundred percent. He actually That's did what I just believe. for the drinks. He didn't care about women. Oh. He had his parrot. Yeah, but uh, I, I found this this Twitter page that was chaotic nightclub photos or something like that. And it's just weird seeing that again because I kind of had a similar Instagram profile from when I was in college. So what Chaotic Nightclub Photos is, it's a it's a Twitter profile that is literally dedicated to posting, yeah, exactly as it sounds, these, uh, I guess, high-quality shots of very crazy things that are happening from a night at the club. In one of the photos, there's this girl who's literally sticking her whole fist in her mouth for some reason in the middle of the dance floor. I like the ones where it's like the the CD covers that say like explicit and they're in black and white and they have like a crazy picture in the background. So it'd probably be like that girl having her fist in her mouth, but it has like the little explicit sticker. Explicit side in black and right. white. Like the little yeah. black and My white text. My favorite ones are like a grandmother like falling downstairs while their grandfather's leaning up against a banister and smoking like a cigar. Like and it just has a little explicit sign next to it. Like, I want to see what's on that album. I need to know. <laughs> have you guys been to That's those like clubs? The first, where... It's the first iteration of clickbait was the, is the CD things. 100 <laughs> percent have you guys have been, been to, to the, the clubs where they take photographs like that i feel like it, it doesn't happen at every club what do you mean yeah. like like just clubs in general where they have a camera walking photos? around and yeah. taking photos of you when you're just like oh shit i'm drunk but i'm i'm posing for a camera yeah i've been to many of those i've yeah, been to it, very very few clubs it was introduced to me in no. college and impressive no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was introduced to me in college, and it was really bad because um, our coaches 
in throughout the whole school, like the tennis, the basketball, the soccer, the swim coach, they'd all be following all went to those this clubs. event or this this one Instagram profile that's kind of dedicated to making all of their money by charging college students from my school to go to these specific clubs and these venues that they hosted. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was a bad time. Every now and then we would catch people and it, Every time you saw somebody from the swim team or some friend you knew, it would be like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you'd just be pointing at the screen <laughs> like, hey, that's you. That's you. <laughs> and then the coach would be like, oh, so that's why you retired for practice. You weren't up late studying. You were partying. Exactly. I yeah, because they would, they would post it the Sunday of that weekend. So they would post it immediately. You'd, they would know if you were out and about. I think we had favorite one of – those kind of pages, like the the you know the chaotic club stuff, was uh, toilets with um, threatening auras. <laughs> it's just like they they have like a <laughs> it's like a urinal that's completely walled off, like like a like in a bathroom, and then the toilet is like <laughs> you could just see it. <laughs> it's like you would take a yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, is it like the the dueling toilets where it's like one stall and yeah, two toilets yeah, in front that's... of each other? It's just like you have a shit off with the other person. Did you shit there with me, Tubal? God no, I'm a shy pooper, man. I don't like anyone knowing I'm going to the bathroom. Were you ever? Oh yeah, you said you never went to while you were in school, right? You would just wait until know. you got home. I don't. I didn't like it because, and I'll tell you why. I remember very vividly, like the reason why I became a shy pooper because it mentally scarred me. Was uh. <laughs> I was in like maybe fourth grade, I think, or fifth grade, one of the two. And uh, I remember having a particularly bad stomach ache. So I was going to be locked in the bathroom for a while, right? So I went to a bathroom that was, you know, relatively not well used because at that time, my only thought was, this is going to smell really bad. Like, I just, I know it is. So I don't want to inconvenience anyone else by opening up the door and be like, God, what the? Like that kind of thing. So I went to this bathroom and uh, I was there doing my business. And then someone comes in, and I'm just like, okay, well, you know, that's unfortunate for them. But then, like, I stop hearing them for, like, a second, and I'm like, nothing's going on. And then I just hear, <laughs> and, like, it's, I look up, and there's this really tall and well-known mentally handicapped kid that could, that went to the school. And uh, he was just staring at me over the top of the thing. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm taking a poop here. Could you please go away? And he just goes, <laughs> and he just kept looking at me and laughing and i was like dude go away i need to poop and he's just like and he would not leave and he just kept staring at me and i was just like i've I've stuck in this bathroom and this kid is just staring at me and he won't go away and i'm very uncomfortable and there's nothing i can say to him and ever since that time like i was there i was just locked in this bathroom with this kid just fighting my demons while he was laughing at me and i I can't do it anymore. Ever since then, I can't. I can't poop people around, man. Yeah, that's that's understandable. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it yeah. sucked. It sucked. It sucked. That was also the kid that I almost got into a fight with on the first day of. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. My of middle school. Wow, I'm sure I've told this story like a hundred times, but it's the same mentally handicapped kid. That, the kid yeah. was a danger to himself and those around him. He was very, very tall, <laughs> very large, and. Uh, very prone to violent outbursts that he didn't realize were violent. I think he just kind of went with the flow. But uh, would you want you guys want to tell you that story? Yeah, yeah do it. All right. So, um, the first day of fifth grade, uh, I just moved. So it was a brand new school, brand new people, and 
Uh, I go to the lunchroom after class. Uh, and, of course, I'm sitting alone because I don't have any friends yet. And I'm just sitting down. I'm going to read a book. I'm happy as can be. And then this kid, who I don't know, uh, sits down next to me. And he's got big glasses on, but he doesn't say anything. So I'm just eating in peace, reading my book. And starts laughing. And at you. he starts. <laughs> and he no, not yet. Uh, I remember, I don't know him yet. So he just he goes over after he finishes eating, and he gets out a Moncala board. And I'm like, oh, Moncala. I think I know that game. I've seen it before. It's <laughs> so got the giant metal tin. It's like and then you always know what it is. The marbles, blue pieces in it that you kind of like tap around this like long board that has divots in it. I don't know how to play Moncala. I don't know how to never play. Never understood. Well, you could explain that to five or fifth grade me, and because I just knew that the way he was playing it probably wasn't correct. Was not the right. <laughs> just, just slamming pieces into all the divots, and I'm like, that's a very violent way to play. Okay, Moncala, so now, I Christian, think. you take the board and then you throw it at it, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem right. It says Christine in the rule book. <laughs> I'm surprised she was around at the beginning of this creation. I thought this game was a lot older than it actually was. <laughs> but he just sat there playing Moncala, and I didn't think anything of it. And then lunch comes to an end, and he starts putting away the Moncala board. Uh, or no, it doesn't come to an end. Uh, the kids go leave lunch to go outside because it's just that half where everyone's done eating, and now everyone can go outside and play. Uh, but I'm just sitting there, still reading my book because I didn't want to go outside. It was a very interesting book. And the kid is just there playing on call. So I'm like, all right, fine. Amicably just doing our thing. He leaves me alone. I leave him alone. Cool. But then as lunch comes to an end, he starts to put away the Moncala board. Uh-huh. And <coughs> as he does so, he spills like a ton of pieces on the floor. And I'm like, well, oh, no. it's my first day. I'm going to help. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to help him out. And uh, I get a whole bunch of pieces together and I put them in my fist. And I'm just like, hey, man, here you go. You drop these. And he is midway through putting everything back in the box. He looks at my hand. He looks at the box. He looks at me. He looks at the box. And he picks up the metal tin and just slams it down on my head. Like, just picks it up and just <laughs> slams it on my As head. As you normally do when somebody As one you. would. And, of course, it's like, it's a hollow tin board. But I was yeah, so hurts. shocked that the first thing I thought was, I can't believe... I'm about to get in a fight on my first day of school. And I don't even know what I did to deserve this. So, of course, I throw the pieces on the ground. And as I get up, I'm like, what the hell was that? And I'm winding up for this swing. This girl comes sprinting at me. She goes, Christine. don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. He's I've been there. Word. He's blank R word. And I'm just like what in slow motion as my fist is like halfway through the air I'm like huh <laughs> and then it comes to me that this kid has like these super big glasses on and he's just he's not even like he doesn't even like flinch back or anything he's just looking at me and he just stares at me in the face holding onto this giant moncala board that he just beat over my head and he just goes <laughs> and then he just puts <laughs> the board down and walks away and I'm like what the hell was that and he's like oh that's Ronnie <laughs> That's Ronnie, and I was just like, "What? You, they just they just let this kid loose on the world, and he's just beating people with Moncala boards." And he's like, uh, it's, "You know, he's he's a, he's mentally handicapped. Don't worry about him. You won't run into him usually." Yeah, uh, his and then his, he scarred uh, you, he terrorized for life. you. Yeah. yeah, and then I ran into him a lot, and it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I, I, there's not much you could do about it, but I got to tell you, I was very upset in fifth grade. 
for a lot of that. And telling my mom when she's like, what happened at school today? I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> Did you make any friends? No, but I think I made an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, well, this... yeah, then there is this, I don't know if this is necessarily a trend or if it's the same guy doing it over and over, but I have seen viral TikTok videos with like millions of views, which means that people find it funny is this guy who goes into, I guess, his school bathrooms, and he records somebody who's clearly on the toilet, like, sitting down, because you can see, like, their their shoes and everything, their pants, down from beneath the stall, and then he starts talking and saying just the creepiest stuff in there. He's like, I know you're in there. And then he's like, he's saying something like, smells good. <laughs> what did you eat today? Just stuff like that. <laughs> just creepy, horrible, no, the worst things that no, you can say to somebody. Smells good. No, what did yeah. you eat no, no. today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible trend, but I've seen that on TikTok, and you can see that's, there, there. That's actually the worst. That's yeah. how you. That's how you make an enemy for life. That's how you do that. So yeah. in my high school, uh, we had this like, I wouldn't call it a competition, but it was more like a uh, uh, tradition, where if you were pooping in a in a school bathroom. And then somebody else was also pooping in that bathroom. It was very common for just we're sitting there in silence, pooping noises. And then <laughs> and then as I flush, the guy next to me is like, don't do it. <laughs> and then you just hear me laughing. And I leave. And I turn off the lights. In the bathroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no windows in the bathroom. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> it's just constantly if somebody's peeing, somebody's pooping, you hear the flush of the pee the urinal go down is like, please, please don't do it. Just everybody just always turning off the lights in the back. Why are God why damn it? so common? Nobody tells anybody about that. Just just children in schools growing up, they just discover the worst things to do with each other. Because that happened to me as well. I've probably been at that exact same scenario where I've been on the receiving end of that. Where yes, I, I hear them by somebody that I know leaving, and the lights just turn off, and I'm like, no, no. And then I'm running with my ass out. No, I'm tripping everywhere, (laughs) just banging into the stall walls. Oh yeah, that's brutal. I love that, dude. There is so many. I have the craziest high school stories of all time. I think because I I went to an all boys school, so it was literally just the the class terrorizing the teachers and if the teacher was cool it was an awesome class so uh we had this one teacher i don't know if i should say names we'll just call her mrs spring and um i used to she used to like fucking hate me and for good reason because i would do a lot of really dumb shit in her class like i would you know how like the you'll be reading a textbook and then she'll do like okay everybody reads a paragraph i don't know if you guys did that in high school Mm-hmm. But you read a paragraph out loud. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I used to every time there was a comma, I would say pause, and every time there was a period, I would say stop. And then she would ask me politely to stop. She's like, "Look, this is just how I read. I'm sorry." <laughs> just it's the worst person. And some days to go I wouldn't do class. it. Some days I would do it. <laughs> and then so we have like five minutes between classes, and whenever I had the the. Uh, whenever the class ended before 
I went to her class, I would sprint to her class and I would run in and I would just start laughing as loud as I could. Like, (laughs) then I would walk out and then walk in with the rest of the class like nothing happened. Why? Why did you do this to this poor woman? (laughs) You were an actual terror is what you were. Oh, yeah. There was a classroom uh, where my friend was sitting right behind me. Or kind of like on the row towards the back of the class. And I would kind of sit sideways in my chair and I would talk to him. And... The one day, it was the same person's class. Uh, one day, I turn, I sit, I, you know, I put my backpack, I sit down, and I turn to look at him, and then he's looking at me, and then he's like, and I was like, and then he's like, so I just turn around, and then I just, <laughs> on the smart board, I see the biggest fucking spitball. <laughs> She's she's like writing on the thing she hasn't noticed it yet and everybody in the class is like <laughs> like and then uh she, when she finally notices she doesn't say a word and everybody in the class is like laughing hysterically and she goes and she presses the red button and the red button sends a message to the dean to please come to my class uh somebody needs to be like punished uh they walk in and everybody's just stone cold. Like, like nothing happened. And everybody's like, I don't know, that was there when we got here. And then the kid that did it, the, the dean starts walking around the class. And he, uh, he goes to the kid. He's like, you need to come with me. It's like, why? What did I do? And he's like, I see straws and paper oh, no. <laughs> and crumbled up next to you. I don't know. That was here when I got here. It's not me. <laughs> just like... Like Leonardo DiCaprio acting, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, "There's nothing you can do because, like, if you're so adamant about no, that was not me, like, what are you gonna take you to the office for that?" He's like, "Got away with it. It was the best fucking day. It was so funny. Good on him. Just a small pile of straws and wrappers, and he's just like, nah, that's clearly circumstantial, sir.' <laughs> it's my father. He's a poking lawyer, out of his bag. He would have a field day with this." Can you yeah. prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it was I who hawked said loogie at said whiteboard? <laughs> Do you have the means to get DNA evidence to prosecute me in a court of law in this office? And the dean just stares at him and just punches him right in the mouth and <laughs> just beats the crap out of him. You seem to misunderstand, son. This is school. I don't need evidence. It just drags him out by the hair. I bet the rest of you would be like, well, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> That's how I'd run my I'll school. Tell, I'll tell one more story. I'll tell one more story. <laughs> there is a um, – so sometimes the teachers, if they were new to the school, they, would, uh, they wouldn't have a set classroom. So they would go to different open classrooms to give the class and then you, all the kids would go. <laughs> but sometimes all of the students would get there first and they would have to unlock the door wait for the teacher to unlock the door so what we decided to do is stand in a hallway there's two walls and then at the end of the hallway was the the classroom so we decided to stand all facing each other with a little narrow passageway in the middle and we just stood there silent while he was walking down uh the middle of us and right when he got to the middle of us we all just went ah (laughs) and made like a (laughs) 
made like a triangle like so he could walk under uh, until he got to the fucking thing so, very so that's one of the newer teachers you said right so that's one of their yeah. first few days on the job and they have to go through that oh no well first few years first, first few, few years, years. Oh, okay job. okay that's a very yeah. that's a very tame yeah tame kind of prank that's a, that's a good prank i'd say that well he was, was like, a good teacher uh, like yeah. you don't you don't do the the mean stuff to the like the, there is a spanish teacher that we just would shit on all the time because she was terrible i'm sure she's a very nice lady I'm almost positive she's probably dead right now, which you know, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, Actually, used to, R-I-P. I used to make this noise. <laughs> you know that noise? Yeah, yeah. When it was really silent, and then she would look up, and everybody in the class would be looking up. <laughs> and then when she would look up, we would put all of our heads down. <laughs> 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 I used to do that with um, with bird sounds. Like me and like five of these kids. No, 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 not those. It was like really subtle, so you could never tell who was doing it. It's it sounds like this. I wish I can still do it. Oh, okay, okay. And you do that like next to the windows, and it would just be so obnoxiously loud all the time whenever like there was a test going on and you could never tell who was doing it yeah because and the sounds were just everywhere <laughs> and the, the teacher would be like whichever one of you guys is making that god-awful sound please stop kids are doing the test and then it would go silent and then you would just hear <laughs> just you start it up again <laughs> Every time she'd talk, dead silence. <laughs> just go on and on and on. Dude. It's like, that's... this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> there was a class in my second grade where there were literal chicks that we had to take care of. These little baby chickens. And yeah, that would that was a problem, except there were actual bird noises. So nobody had to learn how to do that. It was actually a problem in the, in the class. Did you guys ever have that? I, I never took care, care of an chicken. animal. They would never... Uh... They would never trust Louis. Oh, I, I don't know why they continue to do it, because during my year, what happened is that uh, uh, there was died. a kid that had to take two chicks. Yes, I, I think there was maybe around 20 chicks that were distributed among the grade. My two chicks that I brought home with me were the only pair that survived. The rest of them somehow died. Every Dude, single one of the what? pairs, at least one of the chicks died while they were with the, the kids at home. I don't know what it was. Apparently, they were... Uh, it was like during the traveling of taking them to people's homes, just uh, whether that was through the subway or through cars. I imagine that most of them were dragged through cars and not the New York City subway stations. But yeah, I remember I got back. I don't. I didn't realize how terrifyingly horrid that was. But yeah, twenty chicks. Then you come back to school, and only two. Are, mine only one died. <laughs> mine. Mine. Yeah, mine died. That was crazy. Mine were the only ones that survived. I was, and I. It's not like I was super responsible about them or anything. It's not like I went out of my way versus any other kids. No, I was following the the directions of feeding them and you know putting uh, them in a proper environment. Sure. Yeah. That's crazy. I did the uh, the health class thing with the baby, like the animatronic baby. In order to pass, you had to like keep the baby for I don't remember how much time. I think like a week. You had to keep it from like dying, or oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you had to sit to the schedule. Dude, I hated that more than I've hated any other assignment I've ever had to do in my entire life. And they're like, we're sure we want to train you how to raise kids. I'm like, I don't want this. 
baby. It's keeping me from doing, like, <laughs> anything. It's the worst responsibility I've ever had. And you tell me I'm going to fail this class if this stupid thing doesn't, like, stay perfectly preserved for a week. I, it's infuriating. And that's when I decided right then and there I'm never having never a child because this sucks so much. It's not even my kid, first of all. It's only a week. And I was furious the entire time. I'm like, I cannot imagine raising this from infancy. All the time that I had to myself is gone, and it is obnoxious. There's not a single good thing about having a child. And I was like, I'm never, ever having a kid. I might have missed so, this point. Did you have uh, partners to work with during that, or was it just you? I don't remember. I think it was just me. I just remember being furious the entire time. So the rest of it's just seeing me, it was just me seeing red the whole time. <clears throat> I was I was just so frustrated at the idea that I had to take care of a baby. It was, it was so it was so obnoxious. Oh my god! Well, if that's the case, too, both maybe it was just because you were alone too much. Yeah. I don't think even if I had a partner, Let's I'd be get like, married, "Listen, Tubal. you keep this, and I'll leave you. if you want this so bad." Look, the <laughs> whole idea is that you have a partner. It's you're clearly not in any arguments. You're not in that toxic state of the marriage at all. You wake up. It's two a.m. The baby's crying, and then. Your significant other quiet, says, so get I'll pill. get it this time. No, your significant <laughs> other says, I'll get it this time. And then you go right back to sleep. And then they take yeah, care of it. At some point, it's going to be my turn. And I don't want it to be my turn ever because it's awful. Well, that's Why equivalent exchange. That? No, I don't want it to be Full equivalent metal. exchange because I didn't agree to this. I didn't want um, it. <laughs> didn't agree to having this you, baby. I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you a story. It was forced that. upon me. I don't want this baby. <laughs> I'll tell you a story that would only happen in like a a, a all boys school. Um, there is this one really chill dude that would that was always pretty like just like chill sleeping in class, but he would always get all of his work done and had pretty high grades. So all the teachers liked him and kind of let him do whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And this one kid, it was in a math class, was sitting behind him. I sh- it's just the most annoying kid. You can't, you can't. Sure, he probably was nice, but he was just super annoying. Just of course, you know how there's, there's those kids that are just annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and towards the end of the semester, the kid that was sleeping always had enough. He snapped because the kid was like messing with his book bag. I don't know, like saying random stuff to the teacher. And then he, the kid, just the kid that came from like head down, stood up, looked right at the teacher, and said, "I'm sorry." Turned around and punched him in the face. Just <laughs> straight, just as hard as he could, punched him in the face, and then went back to sleeping. <laughs> and the teacher didn't do anything. <laughs> the teacher let it happen. Oh, no. What the, what the kid who get punched do? He uh, would shut up. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Even Ruben, Ruben of uh, fucking hit somebody. Uh, there was this. Uh, we were in a band class, um, and Ruben's a drummer, and the other kid is a drummer too. And this kid, I, the amount of annoying, even the teacher hated this kid. It's mm-hmm. like, can you just shut up and listen and just take it in? You are not a good drummer. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um. And then he, uh, he, um, Ruben was taking his final and he told me before, he's like, Hey, you know, we're seniors. I get it. This is the final. I'm going to be gone in two days. No more school. 
But I swear to God, if this kid says one more thing to me, <laughs> that's it. And I was like, Ruben, just calm down. Everything's going to be fine. And then he's, he's doing his final, and the kid says something. I don't remember what it was, but the kid said something to Ruben. And Ruben knocks over all the drums, takes a drumstick, and slams it on his face. He's like two <laughs> oh years younger. <laughs> the kid turns to the teacher. <laughs> the teacher's like... <laughs> and then he's like... All right, just go to my office and you know walk it off. Everything will be fine. And Ruben didn't get in trouble at all. Is so <laughs> holy shit. Um, but yeah, oh that God. was the That's so good. And you know it's funny. We make music with that music teacher all the time now. Like oh, for a smile. Yeah, <laughs> they were probably terrified of what That's would happen so if he funny, if uh, he said no to Ruben. What do you mean? The guy. Oh, Ruben right. Yeah, Ruben get into any other fights, or was that like the Never. first time he just that was the first. I like to imagine that Ruben is a violent person. You like to imagine that Ruben's a violent person. He's very calm and collected a lot of the times when I'm speaking to him. <laughs> this is one of the rare points that he, or no, this is a common point that he just breaks out into violence. I would never. I never got into any fights in in school. I did slap one of my friends. And, like, it was when I was so young that I didn't even register why I slapped him. Like, it wasn't <laughs> out of hate in my heart at all. Like, there was, I was one of my best friends. We were just sitting down across from each other. Like, this is when I'm in, like, uh, before middle school, even. Like, this is when I'm really young. And there's, like, four boys in our entire grade. Like, at the school that we went to, it was, like, all girls and then, like, the four boys. And all four boys were friends because we're the only boys. And at that point, we don't like girls. Like, we were fine with them, but, like, you know, the boys were the boys. Like, we were the OG yeah. boys. But anyway, we were sitting down in the middle of the hallway for recess of some kind. And uh, me and my friend Seth <coughs> were sitting down, like, cross-legged right from each other. We were playing with some Legos, maybe. I don't know. But I just remember looking at him. And the way his face was positioned, I'm like, I bet I could slap it and it would make the best noise. That's like that was just a thought and impulse that just came into my head. And I just went over and I just slapped him. And it was so loud. And it like I didn't even remember hitting him that hard, right? And it was just so loud. And he just looked at me, he's like, the hell was that for? And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and the teacher came over and she was furious at me and like i didn't hit him hard at all it was just so loud and jarring like it just came out of nowhere and i'm like that was a really good noise I'm like yeah that was but why did you do that i'm like i don't know <laughs> and she just came over she bit. took me to the principal's office and the principal and the teacher were furious they're like why did you do that you're gonna have to call his mom and you're gonna have to ask her to not take him out of school because you're bullying him and i was just crying I'm like but he's my friend <laughs> I had tears down my face. They actually made me call his mom, and it went to her voicemail. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mrs. Sunspot. He's gonna call it work. It's not even. It's not even her kid. It wasn't even words. It was just me crying the whole time. And I was in the principal's office the rest of the day writing out I'm sorry or something. And then my mom came to get me. She's like, you got into a fight with Seth? I'm like, it wasn't even a fight! <laughs> I just cried like, I just said, didn't even hit him very hard. It's just his face and it is a slap sound and it was loud! <laughs> 
<laughs> Seth the whole time was just like, I thought it was cool. It made a loud sound. And like, Seth came over and he was just, and like the next time I met Seth, he's like, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, I'm sorry, Seth. He's like, dude, I don't give a shit. He's <laughs> like, just don't do that, I guess. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we were cool after that because nothing happened. The teachers just made such a big deal out of it that I was terrified of even touching my friends after that. (laughs) Is it the whole idea that he had a, quote, slappable face? Or did you just think you just had a just It was in, like, the perfect position where I was just like, if I hit it, it would make such a good noise. So I was just like, well, I have to. Because when am I going to get a position? Like, it was just... And it was so crisp. And I was like, that was such a good noise. That was so good. <laughs> and uh, it was loud as hell. And I was just like, of course. So, I mean, that's you got to when that's in front of you. Yeah. And my best friend, like, Corey, at the like time, like after I told head. him, like after, yeah, like after I told him, he was just like, no, yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> that would, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Have I told you guys about the, the, me and my friend in middle school are super punch? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> super mega punch. So we would, me and my friend would like clasp hands, like that, and then we would grab one of oh. our friends by the shoulders and then go super mega punch. And yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one time we did it, just, it's like, oh, good one, guys. You <laughs> 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 really got me. <laughs> No, my, my school, my school could never have any of this. They were super strict about that. Like, I think that that would be a kind of normal uh, response at my school. The the type that you went through, too bold, uh, called making you call the parents and everything. Because I went to a Quaker school, very peaceful oriented. So if there was a, ever a fight that broke out, what are Quakers? The, what? What are the Quakers? I hear it all the time. Yeah. No, not Quaker like oats. No. No, it's so. What we had to we had to do a thing every every morning, uh, which was called silent meeting, which is is it like a religion oriented? Um, I you know that's good question. I think I think it's you went to a school. No, but we didn't learn about it. It was just that we kind of practiced it a little bit. They were the people that like helped the slaves out, right? Like I remember, if I remember correctly, the Quakers were part of the Underground Railroad, or at least a lot of people on the Underground Railroad were Quakers at the end of the day. I I think it's a religion. I just know Quaker from Seven. Yeah, the religious society is uh, the religious society of friends. So the whole idea is that we, it was a Quaker school, but we didn't have to the follow. Way, wait, we never wait. had to a religious, the religious society, society of friends. Of friends? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Are we Quakers? We like God, but we're also no, friends. no. Like a, it's a very unique. Like, it sounds like a fucking a TV state. show. It's Saturday. Yeah, I guess morning. the closest thing that we got to practicing that as a religion was like I was saying every morning. The I, I, oh my God, Louis! I just from some of the stories that I've heard, you guys probably would have had a field day with this activity, which is every morning before class. We would go into the meeting house, the whole school would gather, and for 10 minutes, we would just sit in total silence. We would not do anything. We would just sit there, and then we would wait, and if anybody felt so obliged, they could stand up and say anything that was on their mind, whether that be, I don't know, something they read in the newspaper, or just, yeah, like I said, something on their mind. And then after that, we would break into uh, announcements for the day. Oh, yes, the principal of the school would end the silence by shaking hands with the person next to them. Uh, everybody would still be quiet while you shook hands. And then, yes, the, the announcements of the day would be made, and then we'd go to class. But that happened every single morning, except for Friday, because that's when we'd have advisory meetings where we would, uh, you know, 
talk to your Quaker talk friend. To, no, no, that uh, was different. That was like not as religious oriented. I've ever heard in my life. You yeah, just we would have like, oh, we that would not have worked in yeah. my school. That would. I mean, not that's have the worked. thing, though. No, I, I'll, I'll tell you a story you could, after that. I mean, yeah, people know you could not get away with it because the whole idea is that since you're all sitting in silence, everybody Anyb- followed it. Anybody they, can anybody could like stand up and say something, right? Yeah, but I mean, if if you if you got up and you said some <laughs> fuck shit or something like that, yeah, you'd probably get but called we were, as soon as the the we meeting were was smart done. about it. So yeah. we went to a Catholic school, which is yeah. like normal religion, kind of. Uh, and Normal we, religion, and then well, comparative to to the fucking religious <laughs> sect of friends, I don't even like. It's uh, religious society of friends. That's what it says. <laughs> what that means, dude. <laughs> It's uh, the normal religion, Catholicism, spoken like a true white pioneer. Even, okay, uh, we used to have these uh, vocations or whatever they would call it. You could every every class you could say a little prayer if the teacher wanted it for something, and then everybody would go around and if they had something that they wanted to pray for, they would do it. So it would be like, uh, does anybody have anything else to pray for? And then it's like, I'd like to pray for the meerkats on Meerkat Manor. And then it's like, come to me. It's like, I want to pray for the soldiers in the ODST. <laughs> it goes to Reggie, and he's like, I want to pray for Dick, my my cousin Richard, who's uh, who's uh, you know, in the hospital. <laughs> Everybody would try to come up with some random shit that sounded like a real thing. <laughs> the meerkats on meerkat man. No, the but soldiers see, of the ODST. <laughs> see, the thing is, the thing is, I feel like yeah, you could take advantage of that situation. It was so rare. I think everybody was so tired because it was at the beginning of the day. I guess the first activity that anybody had was silent meeting never at the beginning. Early for us, really, yeah. But it was <laughs> it was rare that people got up and spoke. That's the thing. So Did if anybody you, say anything funny, no, for the most part, uh, never. Nobody mm, took advantage. I mean, people people would sometimes. You know, kind of find it funny when people didn't mean to be funny, in a sense. Oh, okay. uh, and they'd be like, "Yeah, why did you say that?" And they're just like, "Oh, it was just on my mind." It's like, okay, uh, but yeah, it was very rare that people spoke in general, because a lot of the times, like I said, they were strict as hell when it came to silent meeting. You could not get away with a lot. One time, one time, uh, my friend actually farted, which is you know, it happens. You <laughs> fart. It was an out loud fart, and then one of the teachers went to go sit next to him, which, you know, kind of weird that when somebody farts, you go closer to them. <laughs> but, I mean, I know what they were trying to accomplish. They were just like, okay, you're, you're clearly trying to make a mess during our silent meeting. I'm going to stop that. You better not fart again, or else I'm going to probably pull you out. Farting is farting. You can't stop Exactly. Exactly, but that's how strict they were. Yeah. So well, bodily uh, functions we- will cease during silent meeting. God help you if you breathe too loudly. I will show you how friendly the society of friends can really be. <laughs> uh, we used to have mass uh, like once a, once every two weeks, right? So they would do it by cl- by like junior, freshman, senior, whatever. When we were sophomores, uh, all of the sophomores went to go to mass, and they had this like really nice building, and it was like a church on campus, and. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to a Catholic mass, but they there there's a um, there's a part where they read part of the gospel and then they talk about it. They kind of like free ball, you know, 
improv comedy kind of like uh uh like a little a little like story or something and i remember he was talking about it and then he said something that was like very cool so everybody started clapping and it was very deserved like the whole the whole classroom started clapping and then i guess one kid got the idea is like wait we could just do that we could all just start clapping <laughs> and so after every pause you would hear <laughs> and then everybody <laughs> was getting so big <laughs> but you can't put a whole class of like a thousand people in trouble <laughs> so every pause, everybody was like he was like all right everybody the dean would come everybody needs to stop doing this stop clapping pause <laughs> I just the next time that the, the two weeks went by that there was math, oh, instead of going to the church, they put us all in the, the gymnasium and just made us sit there in silence. And if anybody made a noise, they were, they would get a Saturday detention. Like that's how they punished us. Like, oh, it was so goodness. fucking funny. And every time we went to church or there was a meeting <laughs> or a rally, it was just always applause. No matter what. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. We oh, kind of we kind of ruined literally everything. We we had this thing that's like a fundraiser called a walkathon that uh you would raise money for whatever blah 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 and then we would walk for cancer or whatever and like do mm -hmm. a little marathon. Um the first time our class did it, we were freshmen. Before we walked, they were like, "All right, here's all the water bottles. Everybody take your water and go and go walk." Right? The worst mistake they've ever made everybody just started chucking the water bottles as hard as they could into the endless sea of students. <laughs> just like throwing it backwards. <laughs> it was a point where all you would see in the air is just trees and then water bottles. Just <laughs> and so Next year, there was no water bottle. <laughs> Our bottles shall blot out the sun. <laughs> like oh my god Dude. it's so funny <laughs> it's so many yeah no there so are definitely many. there's just definitely imagine reggie being the first one to do all of this shit where he just is handed a water bottle he looks at louis he looks at ruben and then he just uncaps a water bottle and just beams a kid the back in the head <laughs> yeah dude it was uh it was a hell of a time let me tell you be um i don't know how to explain reggie Reggie um, didn't want to go to mass one time, and it was Reggie. And so mm -hmm. he slept at the bottom of a stairwell underneath the stairs. Mm -hmm. What Reggie didn't know was that there's cameras there. And so uh, Reggie, while we're walking back to class, Reggie kind of sneakily meets up back and gets in line, right? And mm -hmm. goes goes back into class. And then <laughs> you just hear over the hover, will you please come down to the office? Um... And then <laughs> Reggie says they said nothing, and they just flipped the computer screen to a video of Reggie sleeping. You <laughs> <laughs> got Saturday detention. It's so fucking funny. Wait, I, I missed that. I missed that part. You said they cut to him, and what? Where did where did just, they show it off? 
on a computer screen. They just flip the oh. computer screen and just a video of Reggie sleeping. <laughs> That's a pretty good With his backpack though. as the pillow, just like. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all just clapping in the church room. <laughs> I remember uh, having to go to CCD, which is like. I don't even know what CCD stands for. I just know that it's Catholic oh, school CCD. after yeah, yeah. after it's like class. Children's stuff, yeah. Yeah. It's basically like after you're done going to school, school which care, I despise. Catholic. Then you go to church school uh immediately after and you're miserable but this time in the name of God instead of education. So, I remember being so mad. <laughs> I think all of my memories as a kid are just are just cemented in my head by anger. But I remember despising CCD so much because one, I hated school. And the only thing I wanted to do after school was go. I hated God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I just, I just wanted to go home after school and watch Pokemon. That is what I wanted to do more than anything. Who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, it was it was the only thing that I did, okay, that was consistent in my head after going to school was I would go home and then I would my mom would be like, You should go outside and play with your friends, like, Mom, Pokemon is on. I need to know how Ash beats Team Rocket in this or if they get Pikachu. And she's like, I don't know what that means, but you should go outside after you're done watching this episode. I'm like, that is fine. Let's handshake on Let this. Me play after Pokemon, Pokemon is done, I will go outside and play. Then I come in and eat dinner, and then I do homework, and then whatever else time is left is Toonami. That's like that was my whole schedule, and it was the perfect schedule for me as a kid. I you loved it. It, it was great. You had very then my different mom, parents than a lot of people. But yeah, you can continue. my mom just wanted to make sure I always went outside and played with my friends, so I had some physical activity in there, and then I could go home and watch Toonami after I did homework. That was like the whole thing. But yeah. then my mom said, you're going to start going to CCD so you can get uh, confirmed. And God. Uh, yeah. And I said, what is CCD? Is that? <laughs> and she said, it's school after school. And I said, fuck that. I don't want to go to school after I'm done with school. And she said, well, that's too bad. You need to get confirmed. And I'm like, or what? <laughs> and she said, or you can't get into heaven. And I'm like, it doesn't sound like it's a very good trade-off. <laughs> and my mom was not happy with that answer. She said, you're going to CCD and you're getting confirmed. And I'm like, okay, you're going fine. to heaven. I We're going to have dinner in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I mean, I guess. And uh, I would go to CCD after school, I think, either every day or every other day after school. For and me, it was every was Tuesday furious. and Thursday. Yeah, whatever whatever the case may be. I just remember being furious on the days that I had to go. And I would beg my mom on the, like, 10-minute car ride to get to this church every Please. single time, like, Mom, if you love me, <laughs> do not make me go to CCD. And she said, you're going to CCD every <laughs> single time without fail. And I would just, the whole 10 minutes, Mom, please mom please mom please and she would get so mad at me and then she would drop me off after yelling at me and then i would be furious the entire time i was there the teacher would be like chris do you have anything you want to pray for i pray i never have to come back and then i would leave the room (laughs) and then they would bring me back in and i would just be sitting there furiously fuming never learning a single thing they tried to teach me like the hymns are like our father who art in heaven i'm like let me out (laughs) 
<laughs> the entire time. And I remember at one point they had the audacity to give me homework. And I'm like, in the name of God, you would give me homework? And I threw the packet at a wall and I walked out again and they brought me back in and then I had to do the packet. But I was so mad the entire time I was in CCD. Yeah, and my brother eventually had to come with me. And that That's was good. like That's an better. entire thing. Yeah. And Skylar was perfectly fine in CCD. He was like, yeah, no, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it'd just be me in the back of the classroom doing anything <gasps> I can to get out of church. I was just like, why am I at this place? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I completely... were like, oh, they were so religious, man. <laughs> I know what you mean. I had, I had Sunday school, so literally the same thing, except it was oh, on Sunday. Oh, God. And yeah, that yeah, too. It was, that too. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a bunch of people from around the neighborhood in Harlem. They were all, they would constantly just be getting switched in class. I remember the first day that I got there, we had to go to church afterwards. Um, and this is on the first day, mind you. And the kid who sits next to me, he does, I guess, the, one of the most unholy things that you can do is church, in church, which is as people are going up for communion, he's like, let's judge their asses as they go up. So he's like, and mind you, this is all a bunch of old women that are just going to, get to you know, do things at the church and get their communion, drink the wine right after. And meanwhile, he's just whispering and I'm just cracking up, trying not to laugh. And the teacher is looking at me, turning, turning back like she was sitting at the, uh, in the bench in front of me, just constantly turn around. I would have to look down. I would like, st- I would stick my hands into the prayer thing as if I was praying, but like I was cracking up. Yeah. Was, but besides that, besides those moments, yeah, I was miserable. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I couldn't imagine giving up my Sunday. Sunday. Sunday I know, dude. I what I used to mourn that tomorrow is Monday. Yeah. So many hours. And I need a whole day for that. So many hours <laughs> wasted. Mm-hmm. I remember there is this one CCD day that I was particularly tired. And the same thing, my mom would force me to go. And um, I remember, all right, guys, it's uh, you guys just got here. So we're not going to do any work. Uh, this is like normally you would go outside and play with the other kids. And then we would go and do like a chapter of it wasn't very hard school, but it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to fucking do this. That's what CCD yep. was. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't very hard. It wasn't like very demanding. It wasn't whatever. Unless you um, were me, which case it took yeah. everything out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then so all of the kids went out to play and the teacher, I strategically went to the back of the line. Uh, and then as all of the people were walking, I kind of like hid like stealth 100. And then as the teacher left, I locked the door and then I napped uh, <laughs> and it, it, the 15 minutes were up. They tried to get back at the classroom, but they couldn't. And I was fucking out. They were banging <laughs> on the door. Apparently I wasn't waking up. And then they had to call a janitor to come over and unlock the door. And they just see me sleeping. <laughs> Not even the door opening woke you up. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I was very young at the time, but I just remember that happening. Yeah, this reminds me of the two things I remember doing most vividly in CCD. Uh, or no, one of them was Sunday school and the other was CCD. But the one in Sunday school, I remember the most. My mom got furious at me oh my god she was so mad <laughs> like i was really hungry when we went to sunday school because i hadn't had my snack and i really wanted my snack but i knew that mm-hmm. we were going to be getting the little wafer things so i'm like oh, i'll just ask for a couple extra like just to <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually pretty hungry can i have a couple more <laughs> like 
my mom was behind me as we go up and he gives me the he gives me the cracker and i'm just like uh could i get another one of these and he, my mom was just like don't ask that and i'm just like a bit stingy <laughs> and my mom was like you do not say that about the body of christ i'm like i mean it's delicious <laughs> and i'm very hungry <laughs> and i kept trying to rationalize why i wanted more christ in my diet and she was just like just get to the fucking <laughs> you just get over there Come and you on. sit down and you pray and i'm just like what for more food you won't give me any and she grabbed my ear and she dragged me to the <laughs> Dude, I was I was so hungry that day. I was just like, oh, why can't I just get more Jesus O's? Like, I just want a little more. Just a little more of the Ritz Christ, Mr. Christ. So, you know, give me some more. Do you just call them Jesus O's? I don't remember what the hell they're called. I'm gonna be real with you. I just remember they're just like a very tasty little snack. It's a little snackums, and they're then like you get little flavorless little, little for shot me. of juice. Good no, I liked it. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't matter that tasty. it was flavorless. It was the whole yeah, texture just, of it melting in yeah. your mouth. I wasn't even allowed yeah, was to chew it. Yeah, of course. Why would you? That's how you get rid of it faster. You just let it dissolve, and it's tasty. Yeah, you would let it and, dissolve. Like, I just wanted like plastic. Just wanted you guys probably got good ones. I liked it. Yeah, ours was baked fresh daily, I think, or however you make those. I don't, how ours do you were, make? Oh, ours I don't were even mailed know the process in. Of mine. <laughs> just styrofoam in sealed packages. Like you have to take the little packet of like That's little felt like. balls in it out. <laughs> the silica gel packets with each cracker. Yeah. <laughs> I never even asked how they were made. I'm just like, can I just get like a box of these, like some holios, <laughs> put some milk in there? Just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, my mom was not happy with that one. Uh, and what was the other one? Oh, right, I called Jesus creepy. I remember that one. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, it was a really creepy exercise. Okay, like we were in CCD class, and the teachers was like, in order to show you guys what it's like to have Jesus always with you. Uh, there's this picture of Jesus that she had printed out in black and white, like very stark contrast. And she's like, you're going to stare at this for like a minute. And then whenever you look around, the image will just be like imprinted on the wall everywhere. Because it's just like, you know, it's like a forced, uh, the colors were so like drastic that when you like look around real fast, like it, it's kind of like monitor burn. Like that image is just still there, just a little ghostly type thing. Like that's what it's like to have Jesus with you. And I'm just like, well, I have to go to the bathroom. This is a bit creepy. And she was not happy with me. She's just like, you do not call Jesus creepy. <laughs> but I'm like, he's staring at me and I need to pee. <laughs> and now you're uploading YouTube videos called Jesus was a homie. He was a homie. I didn't know back in the time. I just knew that there was a burned picture of Jesus on my face or in my eyes that whenever I looked anywhere, it was just a visage of his face staring back at me in a very creepy manner. Like that's, I, I think I was perfectly within my rights. I'm going to be real with you to say Jesus was a little creepy in that. It was a very creepy picture, man. I agree. Yeah. Like, it is- and now obviously uh, my mom has asked me and my brother, hey, are you guys religious? And I'm just like, Oh, we're going to argue today? <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that what's on the plan? She actually had that conversation with me and my brother on the last day of our vacation, like the last time our family went out. And I was just like, Mom, you really don't. We're going to ruin a perfectly good mood if we get into this conversation. And That's it how me and my dad are over politics. I don't even bother with politics. None of my family even tries to get into it. I'm just like, listen. We're, you're no lucky, one dude. is going to have... We don't know anything about this. My dad, my dad tries to, like... <sighs> He will be watching the news, and then I won't even be paying attention to the news. And I'll be on my phone, and then 
Something will happen on the news and he'll turn to me. See, you liberal fucks. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All I know about my father's political affiliations is every time tax season comes around, he's irritable. That's all I know. That is all I know about my dad. Everything else, I don't know how he votes. I don't know which way he leans politically. All I know is that when tax season comes around, he's like, I hate this. I hate this month. (laughs) And I'm like, so what happened, dad? He's just like, we're getting screwed again. And then he just leaves the room. I think the one thing I, I was like, Pops, look, I get we don't agree on anything, but could you please not get your your talking points from tucker carlson just (laughs) please i beg of you if tucker carlson pops up on your screen just change it please and i i literally had to beg him for for months i had to show him clips i had to show him that the russians were using him as propaganda to fuel their war effort like i had to show him so much shit for him to stop watching tucker carlson so bad. I don't, want to, I don't want to get into political shit. It always impresses me that uh, no matter what social media thing you can use, what, no matter what platform, if it's a viral video, and yeah, Christian, you've you faced this before with the video where you called, it was an Overwatch Jesus video called homie. Jesus Was a Homie. Yeah, and there's yeah, that yeah. commenter of the guy who said, uh, Jesus will return, or I don't know exactly what oh, the point yeah, across was he was getting great. at. But yeah, I was going to say, no matter what, gotten. No matter what the topic is, as long as it's a viral video, I guess they know that people are going to have their eyes on it. There's always a comment down below that is somehow at the top and has hundreds and thousands of of upvotes and all that that just says, Jesus will return, repent for your sins. Yeah, that's just the one main message that you'll always see. And it makes you wonder, like, are there people that just do that as a, as a practice online? That message was held. Like, it got held in my comments thing for I don't even know why. I just remember laughing because it was like a full paragraph of misspelled words. And it was telling me, Jesus is not your homie. Jesus is coming back and you have to repent for your sins. Like, this this is a guy with a lot of time. (laughs) He really went out of his way, found my video on YouTube with like 30,000 views. And it's just like, I know the perfect message to represent God. (laughs) At that point, do you think it was the algorithm that led him there with recommended videos? (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I'm just. I was just happy. He's to also have him. an like, Overwatch. I like to. I was gonna say. I'd like to imagine that he just enjoyed Tubold for Overwatch, and then one day he just that just happened to pop him. He's like, <gasps> no. At last, my time. I will be the last next theme. <laughs> this is first comment as well. Mm-hmm. You guys ever think that like? No, that's a terrible. That's a terrible segue. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I was going to talk about prophecy, but we're not. I don't want to get into that. Let's not do that. I just wish Nostradamus was a real dude that I could talk to. I want to know what it must have been like talking with him. Like he just starts staring off into the distance. You're like, the two brothers shall fall in the north, and you're like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> the world will be crumbling down. The two brothers in the north, what could that possibly mean? And it just took like 4,000 years for people to be like, oh, obviously he was talking about the Twin Towers. <laughs> oh my god. That was like a, that was a big thing yeah, that people were not about. And I know, and like, it's crazy that you could think Nostradamus was just like, of course! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'd that's like how to, I'd like works. for him to come back and take credit and be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gotta say, though, really impressed with how large you built those towers. That's crazy. We had one of those towers, but then it fell, and then everyone started speaking different languages, and that was a whole issue. So I'm glad that, you know, you guys haven't had to come across that issue. Dude, we're so close. We're so close to a universal language, dude. We're so close, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Dude, oh, my God. Having one universal language make everything so much easier. Not really comedy-related, but uh, you guys... This was this had to do with the Twin Towers. So my aunt, she worked in that building at the time. And she had recently uh, had a daughter. And uh, during 9-11 when that happened, her daughter was actually sick on that literal no day. So she stayed home. Yeah, her husband went to work. You know, my uncle went uh-huh. to work. No, no, no. He, no, no, he, uh, he worked somewhere else. They didn't work at the same, oh, okay. the, the same office. So he went to work and then she stayed at home. And yeah, then... Uh, the the what is it the towers fell and then she every apparently how it worked is that there were no phone uh what do you call it? there was no service everybody anywhere was calling. so everybody, yeah, everybody was, was calling. calling everybody was like terrified and they couldn't reach her at all um and it took hours until she could finally confirm yeah i didn't go into the <laughs> office today i was i was at home because my, my daughter was sick and then yeah she just said she was always grateful for that she's like you were sent to me for a reason she always says to her daughter that like you know you were you got sick on that day uh, and you saved my life, and yeah, it was just—it was crazy how that happened. And the daughter's like, <laughs> like <that>. yeah, <laughs> like yeah. <projectile laughs> you know. yeah, it was just my because she was angel. a baby, <laughs> a baby at the time. So for all we know, she couldn't have even been—she uh, couldn't have even been sick. Yeah, maybe she just wanted to spend time with her daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy that like, what what seems so mundane can like, maybe just save your life or like change something so fucking crazy yeah every time i'm late to anything i'm just like i could have died but i wasn't and i made it here eventually (laughs) i do think about that every now and then (laughs) i could have been in a car accident if i had been on time you ever think about that no of course not you're selfish and then i leave yeah (laughs) if you miss a if you miss a public transportation bus a subway or something the train could have exploded because I was there. You don't know what kind of chain reaction of events one step could have made, but you're lucky. Instead, I'm here. You're an hour late, yeah, and an hour alive. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you guys ever want to have an excuse, you just tell people that. What are they going to do? Say that's not good. That wasn't likely to happen? Yeah, but it could have. That is a guy. <laughs> I love that. You're an hour late and an hour alive. i told you guys about how bad of an employee i've been my entire life right like how i've never had a job i've ever been good at like and i've always just been the worst hire like i don't think there's ever been a job i've ever held where someone was just like oh yeah no christian's great at this (laughs) not a single talk about our recommendations employment history in the next podcast that'll be fucking great story because i have been fired from every single one of my jobs Oh, high five, yeah, bro. I've never had a job that I haven't been fired from. I've been let go, not fired. Let no, go. I was fired. <laughs> the The businesses are still going strong now. I was fired because I was terrible. But we could talk about that another day. I've had yeah, I've had two jobs in my life. They were they were very simple. I did not get fired from them. But yeah, yeah, we can talk about that next week on the on the podcast. So look forward to that. The history of our job and employments and how I was possibly the worst bagger to have ever graced a Whole Foods. <laughs> and maybe all we right. can get like Aldo or Yee or maybe somebody on the podcast. That could be fun. Yeah. Talk about. Oh, yeah. 
I yeah. want to know all this. If we're talking oh, about work stuff, next week's guest. Done. Yeah, I guess uh, we can drop it because I've already <coughs> I've already organized it. We can have a Frogger on next week's episode. Ooh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, Frogger. We wanted to start. Um, we're thinking about starting a Patreon. So if any of you guys have any ideas of what extra stuff you we can do, um, to like you know cool incentives for the Patreon, let us know in the comments. Yes, exactly that. Cool. All right, goodbye everybody. See you next week. Bye. Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Goodbye.